Hey Animation Fam, Way here, just popping in before the interview to ask a favor of you. We want to hear your feedback, and that's why we're asking you to leave a review on iTunes. It's a good way for us to know if we're bringing you good content and to help more potential listeners find the podcast. So, if you have a moment and an Apple account, leave us a review. And um, if you don't have an Apple account, I think you can leave a comment on Podbean. And uh, Google Play doesn't, or Spotify doesn't really allow comments or reviews, I don't think. So, I mean, yeah, tweet at us, I guess, or email. I mean, yeah, tweeting and email would be awesome, too. But the uh, the iTunes review is the most important part. All right, y'all, on to this week's episode. Piggity piggity podcast. There I go. <laughs> Why are we piggity piggitying the podcast? <laughs> I didn't hit record before the first piggity piggity podcast, so I had to say it again. <laughs> Welcome to the Black and Animated podcast. <laughs> Welcome to Black and Animated, y'all. Uh, that's your co-host <laughs> Waymond, and that's your co-host Bree. Oh my gosh! And we're here with a really cool person. Whoa! That's what appeared at the table. What? What? what, what? It's, it's me. It's a ghost. It's me. <laughs> oh my gosh! Special guest, introduce yourself to our audience. Hey, audience! My name is Deshawn Mahone, and I'm the storyboard artist at Cartoon Network. I think I did it better this time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to make the illusion that there was no break. Hey, oh, it's okay. Everything is raw, and we want to, want the people to know how we do things around here. Yeah, exactly. And stuff sometimes <laughs> takes more than one take. Yeah, yeah takes exactly. Takes more than one take. Yeah, no filter. Yeah, no filter. <laughs> Hashtag no filter. Cool, you're a storyboard artist at Cartoon Network. Yeah. What's Cartoon Network, and what's storyboard artist, and what is a Deshaun? Yeah, is, okay. All right, well, let's start with the Deshaun. The Deshaun, <laughs> the Deshaun is me. Uh, oh. It's a person, you know. Um, uh, he's, uh, you know. All right, I'm going to move on to the next thing. So, <laughs> a storyboard artist uh, is someone who is responsible for taking uh, an outline or a script and translating that into drawings for animators uh, and pretty much everyone else. Uh, it's a very big, big uh, responsibility. Um, yeah, and. Uh, Cartoon Network, you know, it's a network <laughs> with cartoons. Whoa! <laughs> Riveting! <laughs> Man, I, I had no idea. This is a regular uh, informative channel over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I've been doing this for, uh, shoot, since like 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I've, I've been at it for a bit now. Uh it's pretty intimidating still, uh, so that's something to <laughs> to know that it doesn't seemingly get like less scary. But I have become more comfortable just with the people I'm around and the job itself in some ways. So it's still it's still cool. I get to draw all the time, which is nice. Um, uh, there's some writing involved with what I do, particularly. Uh, yeah, uh, you see, with some shows, there's like things where you have a script. And you, you don't really have to worry about what the characters are saying because it's there for you. Uh, on my show, Craig of the Creek, uh, you have to be a little bit more responsible for the dialogue that the characters say. Uh, like we have the, the bare bones of what you know is going to happen, but filling in the dialogue in some of the situations is required for us. And uh, you know that can be uh, really fun because we get to put our own voice into it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and it can be challenging sometimes too because you're like, oh, I gotta draw, and oh, I also gotta, <laughs> I also gotta think of what they're gonna say, yeah. and then I have to think about how they're gonna, what they're gonna be doing while they're saying those things, and you know, yeah, but it's still pretty exciting. Cool. So is it uh, very, I guess, uh, very, very collaborative between like you and writers, or is it like, all right, here's the outline, and kind of like, oh, this is what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is happening, and then you're kind of going back and forth with it, or is it like, oh, here's the outline, and you're like, thanks, and then you just like take the outline and go with it. And it's all, you're just doing all the right, or like, how, how does that work? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, I would definitely say that collaborative or collaboration is a very big part of it. Uh, I feel on some shows, maybe not as much with writers, the board artists have to be as collaborative. On, on Craig of the Creek, definitely so, which I really like. I like being able to talk to like Jeff and uh, the other like freelance writers, Ben, Matt, you know, about like how the episodes are going to turn out, you know. Um, uh, but it's very collaborative regardless because uh, storyboard artists usually have, they're in teams. Um, mm. Like I have a board partner uh, currently, Naja Porter. He's very talented and we are very like, you know, like we get the outline and we pick it apart. Like, okay, so what are the characters doing? You know, how are they, uh, you know, uh, like what's the theme? What's the things that the characters are trying to get, like their goals and everything? And uh uh, you know, what joke is going to be here, you know, does this make sense? Uh, it's very much like a back and forth, uh, at least for uh, the two of us, we really like to um, make sure the episode feels cohesive, like it's not two people worked on it, but like, it's so clear that, you know, you, you just think that it just, like, wow, like, they just got it right the whole time, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, we like to make sure it's very, you know, like, we both know who's doing what part and what's going to happen. Like, even when we pitch it, sometimes we pitch it, like, together, like, back and forth with the characters. We were oh, very cool. hands-on. Okay. Um, so you're not always doing, like, like, Nadja will take the front, you'll take the back end. Sometimes it's a little bit of, like, in between, something like that? Yeah, sometimes. Uh, okay. Like, when we started off, uh, you know, I mean, we weren't as familiar with each other. We kind of, like, did our own thing, and then, like, the more we started, like, how the episodes would turn out we're like you know uh, let me see what you're doing let me see what you're doing and uh like it got to we would write the outlines together like uh or not the outlines but uh the dialogue for Mm. the outline um Mm -hmm. you know like uh it it was really good for that because it'd be like oh if i got stuck on a part where i'm like i don't know what they're gonna say like she might have something and vice versa you know like oh i can't think of you know what the characters say and then like throw off like oh maybe they'll say this and you know uh, it got to the point where now we kind of like board together too. Like we just oh, we wow. have like sticky notes like lining our entire like window, and you know uh, I'll, I'll do like a first section and she'll do another section, and then uh, we put it all together, and then we after the thumbs are kind of like all mismatched, you know, and everything's like put together, we uh, pitch it, you know, like okay, I'll take this half, I'll take this half, and then we clean it accordingly. But it's it's like it's so like uh blended together that like it just doesn't i don't really see it as like this is my part sort of like I, there might be a joke that i'm like yeah you know i put that in but like, i, I kind of see it all as like it's just one big like thing that we all did together um and i kind of like animation for that aspect i come from like comics mm-hmm. comics are very like solo you know mm-hmm. uh at least like web comics and stuff like it's very like, singular vision so yeah um, coming into it, like animation and being very collaborative is very new to me and I really enjoy it like is what I've discovered like I like being able to bounce ideas off of people um, wow awesome yeah. and is that uh kind of how you got noticed through your webcomic that you have yeah uh which is a huge surprise because I for the longest time I didn't think anyone read that <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like 
Uh, You're talking uh, about uh, Valor's Tales? Yeah, right? Valor's mm-hmm. Tales. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a comic I started in like 2012. Uh, it's actually funny because uh, Naja, my board partner now, she and I met through a website that we were doing comics on, like oh. called Intervoid. Like it was like uh, you make original characters and then you make a comic to battle their characters. Oh, that sounds cool. Nice. Yeah, yeah. it's very cool. It was it was kind of like my intro to doing comics, like you know, like having a deadline because you would have like two week deadlines for like the battles or whatever, and you would have to. You know, come up with an interesting story that involves the other person's character. You don't always have to fight them, but it has to involve the other character in some yeah. way. Uh, so she and I met on there. So it's really funny that years later we became like board partners on the same show. Yeah, but yeah life works out. <laughs> yeah, it's so crazy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like after that, like I did a few comics on that site, and after that, I was just like, oh, I kind of want to do a web comic and focus on my own thing. And I did for a bit, uh, and it was like cool for a while. And uh, like that's all I really had to my credit you know and then like uh after a while people would come to me and be like oh yeah i've read your comic like would you like to come and work on this like you know it was like would you like a test for a show and i'm like wow okay (laughs) like i didn't expect that did you did you like i don't know did you see yourself working in animation or in television at all or was it like a complete and utter surprise like you know what this is an interesting experience like i'll try it out and maybe i'll like it uh i mean like Long term, I didn't really see it. I, I, I didn't even really know how animation or just the industry worked. Like, I'm I'm from Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, but I, like, at the time I was in Georgia, I, I lived or moved all across the East Coast or along the East Coast a bunch. Like, I think, like, growing up, like, I probably moved, like, 40 times. Like, wow. Yeah. Like, me and my sister, like, kind of did the math recently. We were, like, at least over 40 times wow. that we moved. Uh, so, like, moving wasn't even a big deal to me. Uh, and... Uh, I was, like, just kind of, like, as long as I draw, I'm yeah. fine, you know? Like, I was working at a restaurant before I was doing any animation stuff, and, like, I was cool with uh, drawing on the side, but I didn't like my job, you know, like, the the restaurant thing, so I was, like, even if I got, like, a job, like, doing, like, illustration or something, that, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a friend of mine moved here, and he was, like, you know, you can come here. And I was like, you know, I'm used to moving, so fuck that place, I'm going to come here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was like, all right, sweet. And I moved to California, and I mean, I was here for uh, like maybe like six months or something before I got anything like animation-wise. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it was through like people like I met who knew my work online from like comics and stuff. And yeah, so I when I got into boarding, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> like... I don't know, you know, like, I, I watch movies and stuff, but I didn't really know how to board. I kind of learned as I was doing it, and it was, uh, that was one part that made me really anxious, but, I mean, I've gotten better at it now, so I'm a lot less, like, uh, how am I, how do I do this? But, yeah. Oh, man, yeah, like, cool. there's so many questions that, yeah, like, I want to ask, but like, it's like, I kind of want to go back questions. here, but, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. like, I don't know where to go. Like, um, uh. <laughs> So many questions. So many questions. But uh, maybe we should kind of go back to the beginning a little okay, bit. Okay, good. That's you, where I'm you sort of you touched on it a bit. Mm-hmm. How you were from Jersey and like you came over here, but like, did you like go to school for uh, like illustration and comic making? Yeah. And how did you know that you wanted to go into the arts? Let's go yeah. all the way back. Okay. Like, and uh, like, were, was your family supportive of that? And like, you making the jump to be like, well, I'm I, we move a lot anyways. <laughs> let's just I'm just gonna go. Yeah. Let's just, like, yeah. Have, uh, yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll start from the beginning. Um, yeah, like, uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I always, you know, I was always drawing. Like, I think the thing that got me into drawing was the fact that, like, I really loved Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, yeah. when I was little, <laughs> like, I think my first words were the Sega. Like, you know, when they Sega. say, yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> like my aunt always tells me, like, that was the first time I heard you speak. I was like, oh, God, I'm a fucking nerd. Like, I just solidified it then. But yeah, like I, you know. uh I had that Sega Genesis, but I don't remember having it very long. And then, like, I just wanted to play Sonic so bad. And I just, like, would draw instead, you know, to kind of, like, make up the level. Like, I would try and remember what the levels were like, and I would draw oh, that's it. that's really wow. cool. Yeah. Um, what was the name of your Sonic OC? <laughs> uh, was it Blonic? No. Blonic. I, I, Original character, Blonic. I'm not sure. I can't remember. I oh, definitely no. had one. You, you can't not have one. Yeah, yeah. I remember, everybody's got one. Yeah, yeah. I remember <laughs> what he looked like. I could draw him, but I, I can't remember what the name was. It's like so distant <laughs> memory. Um, but yeah, like I, you know, I, so I was the Shonic. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool that my first like four letters of my name is Dash. Uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like it, it fits. Um, I'm always on the go. But yeah, like uh, yeah. So I was always drawing, and um, yeah, I went to school like. Uh, Art Institute of Atlanta Mm, Um, and you know it's funny because I was like I didn't really see myself doing animation but I did go to Art Institute for like media arts and animation Um, like I didn't really learn how to animate or anything like that it wasn't really that like great of a like uh, school I would say from wow. my experience, it wasn't that Wait, great. Was it, was it like the AI like schools or was it like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. it was, yeah, it was our institute. Like you know, just straight. I met a lot of cool people there, but I didn't really like. I I don't think I really do well in that kind of like school atmosphere. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm very I'm more self motivated, and I just could not get behind how much money I was spending to do stuff that I could just do on my own. So oh, I left. That's understandable. Yeah, I didn't stay uh, at our institute very long. Mm-hmm. Um, I just decided to work and just do art on the side um mm-hmm. i did some illustration things here and there but nothing really substantial came from that uh was it like commissions that you got from people or yeah just just a few like i wouldn't even say that i did like a ton like it, it was like here and there somebody might need an illustrator like i think i did something for like a kid's book a long time ago i don't even oh. remember the kid's book <laughs> it was just like something where they're like yeah you know we can pay you like 70 dollars and i was like sure there's more than what i have <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, I did some stuff here and there, and uh, that was in Georgia. Um, I was in Georgia from 2010 to 2014. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that was probably the longest I'd been in one particular place for a while. And, you know, Mm -hmm. I was was an adult then, so that's why I was able to do that. But uh, my, like, teenage and, like, younger years, it was moving just all the time. Like, we were moving so much. So it was... And you said you were in Atlanta? Yeah, I was in Atlanta for uh, Atlanta. <laughs> I was trying uh, not to say East Atlanta. I'm like, Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So like after that, you know, like it was 2014 of October, and that's when I moved here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, my friend Andre, I moved in with him, and uh, I stayed with them for a while. And yeah, I was like, uh, I was talking to some other friends of mine where I was going to like do comics for them, like kind of, but it wouldn't have paid that well. And I think that was kind of like the moment I realized that like, I should probably figure out what I'm going to do, you know, like with my life. Like, <laughs> it's like, right. I was, uh, that's yeah. like, I'm getting older. Like, I think I was like 25 or 26 or something. And mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you know, like, they, were, they were like, yeah, yeah, we could pay you, you know, for these comics, but you're not really going to, you know, like this isn't a ton, you know, and like uh, comics just, they, yeah. they don't pay well. And I'm like, right. you know, they broke it down for me. And I really appreciate that. You know, mm-hmm. like I was like, yeah, you know, it's not. So when I went back home and just thought about it a little bit more, I was like, you know, maybe I should really start taking like the animation thing seriously. Cause I was surrounded by 
so many artists here yeah. are yeah. in animation and everything, you know. Yeah. And storyboarding is what my friend Andre was doing, so he was like developing something. He was like, you know, you could help me do like storyboards for that. So I got a little bit into that, and then I was just applying for other places like Starbucks and shit. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I was like, oh god, you know, I just need something. Like I wasn't working at the time. I was like, I came here with like fifteen hundred dollars, oh, so wow. I was like. I was like, I lived off of that for, you know, like six months or something. And what? Like, and I was Were like, you couch surfing? I, I was just on his couch. <laughs> he, was, he was really generous. He's been, he's right like, here. you know. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But it was getting, it was getting real. I think that's the least hot. amount of money. Well, I don't know. Wasn't there someone that said at one point we had heard someone came with like only 800? Yeah. Oh, I've man. heard 800. Like that's the lowest I think I've heard. The lowest I've oh heard. Oh my gosh. Like, 300 300 300 yeah. whoa not even i can make that stretch like, <laughs> oh, man. Like, now i'm trying to remember how much um britney came with i think that she was like did she say it was like 800 like maybe something? that's what who it was yeah. britney yeah i remember hers was a little amount if anybody so, else remembers yeah. our podcast episode maybe? from season one yeah, better I than we do I'm probably, <laughs> I'm probably doing the opposite maybe she came with like a, enough <laughs> i don't know Anyway, yeah. <laughs> all right. I guess that's what it is. It's like sometimes enough is when yeah. you make it. It's yeah, like like in Friday. She's like, buy me a pack of cigarettes, and he's like, wait, wait, wait. This this ain't enough. And she's like, make it enough. Yeah. And you make <laughs> it enough. Yeah, yeah. Make, it work. make it enough. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I think it was easy for me. I mean, because like I had a really good situation where my friend wasn't, you know, he wasn't forcing me to pay. Like, that's but it, I was getting good. low on cash, so I was like, I mean, I can't be here if I don't have anything, you know. Like, yeah. uh, so I was looking for work and everything, and uh, yeah, I like applied to a whole bunch of like retail places because that's where I was, you know, like I worked mm-hmm. at a restaurant, and I was like, a, they were trying to get me to be a manager at that restaurant. It was oh, like cool. a Sweet Tomatoes, uh, oh. which I think here they're called Soup Plantation, which. Uh, I don't like that. Um, you know, that's that was one of the yeah yeah that was one of the big reasons I uh, left because uh, yeah there were a lot of black staff and we were working at the soup plantation mm-hmm. and our manager was white. I didn't like this. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to get the hell out of there. Weird, I, yeah. I hope that's not there anymore. Yeah, I don't. I mean, right it's called Sweet Tomatoes like the there yeah on the east coast yeah, but here like it's here, called here. soup plantation and i always thought mm. that was like that's interesting mm. yeah, yeah. you think it'd be the other way around yeah mm. yeah mm. who knows but uh yeah I, I wanted to get i was like there's no way i'm going to be a manager at soup plantation there's no <laughs> way uh so yeah I, I was like i gotta get out of here but so, i was you know uh, what was your first job in animation first job yeah. uh i was a storyboard revisionist on a disney publishing project called star darlings Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, I know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I came on. That was my wait. Very were you, first gig. you worked at Adba, right? Yeah, Adba. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. It was uh, uh, Chris Whoa. Hamilton gave me my yeah. first like shot, which I really appreciate. Cause oh cool. I was like so green. I had no idea what I was doing. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but he is great when it comes to the yeah. new talent. He's kind of like, you know what? I'll give you a chance. Yeah, yeah. He yeah, definitely gave me a chance. Um, yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. My first place when I moved out here, or the first job I worked was at Odd Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Chris is such a good dude. Like, yeah. yeah I, I really appreciate that. I don't think I'd be here right now, of course, because if he didn't give me a shot, you know. Um, I wasn't Sometimes there that long. Sometimes that's all though. it takes. Just <laughs> yeah. people, you know, giving you a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I was, uh, yeah, I did revisions there for a little bit on the shorts. Um, Mm. and then I got to board like maybe two episodes, you know, they were only like a minute, Mm -hmm. I think. So, uh, that was like my first, like, kind of like foray into 
doing any sort of like legit board work. Uh, how did no, you how did did you like reach out to Chris personally, or was it you just kind of just applied like by searching through different animation studios and you found um, Alba? I, if I remember correctly, it was a friend of mine, uh, 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 Jason Dwyer. I think he had worked there before on some other project, mm-hmm. and I think he had put my name out there to them. Oh, um, cool. Uh, which is funny because Jason was also a person who knew of my work prior, like my comic and stuff. So yeah. it's crazy how that, you know, that comic that I didn't think would really get me anything. It, like, <laughs> it was it, the secret weapon yeah, that you all needed all along. It's, it's been there. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I think he worked on a project before and he put my name out there. Uh, and it's so funny that when they contacted me, I was kind of like, like I was thinking like, you know, if I don't get this Starbucks job, I'm going back to Georgia uh, mm. or you know, back with my mom in like Pennsylvania. So I was like, uh, you know, I, I don't, I didn't have any options. And then they contacted me before I was about to leave. Uh, and I was like, oh shit. And they're like, yeah, yeah. You know, you should like to come in for like an interview or something and, you know, maybe bring like some work of yours, like portfolio oh, so that Chris can meet you. And yeah. And I did. And like, I showed him like a board that I kind of like, you know, sc- like scrounged together. I was like, ah, you know, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And he gave me a shot after that. And I was like, wow, I really <laughs> appreciate it. So I didn't like, apply particularly i just got my name put out there and so they came mm-hmm. you know they still looked at my work and was like you know i think it's it's there you know and i was a revisionist yeah. so yeah i learned a lot on that production um uh and yeah it wasn't that long i wasn't there that long before cartoon network uh like my recruiter found my work also through my comic mm. and offered me a test for a couple shows wow yeah nice uh, so um, yeah, it was like Steven the Universe. Just throwing opportunities your way. Yeah, yeah. I was like, do a comic, people. <laughs> well, in a way, like comics, it's uh, it's kind of like a stepping stone to having some storyboarding skills. Yeah. Like, yes, it may be missing some of the like film language and the cinematography, but. Mm it's still like sequential artwork mm-hmm. and like especially for you being on a um, working at Cartoon Network where uh, most of the shows if I'm correct are all um, board driven doing web comics and whatnot like you already have like a handle on writing dialogue for characters and like the, the writing aspect that goes with the illustration part too you know right mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, I, it was like uh, not insanely difficult to kind of get the swing of things you know like i think the biggest hurdle was just like learning that film language like this is what a pan is you know and this is like you know you need to have characters go in and out of a frame you know mm-hmm. this this is how you describe that you know this mm-hmm. is like this is the structure you know that was the part that i had to really learn and it was just like so i was on the job and i was like very green i was like they could replace me in an instant i need to figure this out <laughs> you know really fast uh and there but, yeah. are a lot of people who have done comics before over there right I don't know. It just it seems like a lot of a lot of folks who have already done like web comics what and are over oh, yeah, Cartoon, Cartoon Network. Network. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I um I my guess is that someone at Cartoon Network really loves comics and they just go on the internet yeah, and they totally. just scope people out because yeah, yeah there are yeah, a lot of people. Totally do that. Yeah, because um, I remember like when I was in school that was like one of the big things was like oh if you want to get a job like. <laughs> make comics because it kind of shows like in storyboarding specifically because mm-hmm. like it's sh- like you were saying it shows that you have a sequential illustration type yeah. skill yeah <laughs> and you can write probably if you're writing the comic yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, and yeah. and it uh, definitely leans itself more so towards the 
board driven stuff, maybe more so than script driven. Mm-hmm. It's I, just learning that film language. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick question. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we ever covered this before on the podcast at all, but uh, what's the difference between a script driven and a board driven storyboard? Right, yeah, because I think you're our first uh, board artist that we've had that's been on board-driven shows. Oh, yeah, well, um, I mean, I think the, the biggest difference is just that, like, on board-driven, um, you just have a lot more uh, kind of creative control as an artist. Mm-hmm. You know, with script-driven, they it's generally just... Because I, I worked on a script show as well. Uh, that's what Star of the Artists mm-hmm. was. It was very, like, it, it was script. In fact, the audio was already done, so we were boarding to... Uh, what was already recorded Mm -hmm. um and it was dictated by that so like with script it was like you know you have to follow what's there you can't change anything you know like uh you're mostly just there to figure out what it looks like but you have to figure out um like uh or yeah you just have to figure out what it's going to look like but uh board driven you know uh it's usually outlines that you get not scripts um, and it's just like kind of like a summary of like this is everything that happens. You know, it'll have some dialogue here and there for a character that's important and the structure is there. But you know, it it, it might say, uh, for example, on Craig, it might say like, uh, you know, um, Craig, Kelsey, and JP are hanging out at the stump. Um, you know, they're I'm trying to think of something like vague. You know, like they're they're uh, having a good time, you know? It, it usually wouldn't yeah. be that vague. Having a good time. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, they're breathing. Yeah, they're, they're out there. They're out there. They're, you know, it's like, they're just like legs in the air and just like farting. I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. pretty vague. That's pretty vague. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, something like that, you know, mm-hmm. like we would, basically we would get something like that and we would have to figure out what are they doing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. uh, okay, like it might be Craig is worried about this you know but what's he doing while he's worried about this mm. and then how is he saying like i'm worried about this you wouldn't just have him say i'm worried about this you know like you want it to feel natural like mm. a, an actual dialogue you know uh, and generally when i try to do it I, I like to figure out you know like you know they're playful and it's visual you know like i think the biggest thing about boarding um and just art in general is that it's a visual medium mm-hmm. and that you should balance out that you know like the dialogue i had to feel like some shows are very much like you know, like, oh, joke, joke, like, said, you know, but, like, what what is visually interesting about this, you know, so, like, trying to figure out what they're doing, like, maybe, you know, someone's, like, uh, you know, twirling a water bottle in their hand while they're doing that, you know, and yeah. how does that look while they're saying that, and how does that add to it, will they, like, you know, will it, they throw it up in the air and it bounces in their head, like, as the punchline or something, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, how does that work visually, and then what they're saying as well, so it's, like, a lot, a lot more things that you have to think about while it's happening. Um, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of like the biggest thing. Like board-driven, you just have more creative control and you have to write the dialogue for the characters. And the biggest thing that comes from that is that uh, shows that are board-driven, you might notice that like there's some like kind of voice changes in the characters. Not like like the voice actor, but like you might notice that Craig feels a little bit like more zany in this episode. And that might be because one of the board artists is that's just their style of writing you know craig might come across a little bit sillier in one episode and another one he might be a little more like you know uh a little like i wouldn't say not that term but maybe like he's a little more like finicky about things like maybe he's Mm. a little more particular you know like some people might think that that's funnier i personally think that's funnier when Mm -hmm. craig is just like really particular like uh you know that thing's like nasty because i'm kind of that way (laughs) i'm very like uh 
like, uh, you know, uh, there's, there's like stains. Caution. I don't, I don't like Clear my, I don't, I don't like my fingers to be dirty. You know, yeah. like that type of stuff. You know, so I feel like that's kind of the thing. You get to put your kind of spin on the characters, but we still keep them very true to the characters. Well, right. you know, Craig is that way, so it kind of helps that I'm also that way, so I can write it more genuinely. Cool. Uh, do you have a preference between script or board? Do you like, do you like, ah, oh, like I love writing and drawing it, or like. Are you like, oh, maybe sometimes I'm just, like, following a script? <laughs> uh, I mean, like, I, I've done board-driven probably the most now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm more used to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes it's like, you know, maybe I'm like, I wish I didn't have to think about the writing so much. I wish I could just board it and be done, you know? Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, it's a little bit faster when you're doing script-driven. Mm-hmm. Board-driven, there's more to think about, but, like, I feel like the payoff is a little bit better because you just feel like you know like yeah you know that's like kind of yeah. our thing you know mm-hmm. sort of yeah. thing. so uh I don't, I don't really see like the which one's better or i don't have a, a preference really it's yeah. kind of just like you know uh I, I like them for their different aspects yeah yeah cool I feel like that was like the safest way of saying like don't yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, no. don't, I don't, yeah, don't want to be me. like oh, I hate my job sorry <laughs> just to make it sound like I was trying to get you there yeah. no. so like you know yeah, like no, yeah no. I, you, I, get it, I feel though, like yeah. hey we just, mm-hmm. if you have a preference then I mean like yeah you know yeah because yeah, I, I, like, I totally get you like I feel like I mean I've never worked on a board driven show or I haven't worked on a board driven show yet I've only worked on scripted mm-hmm. um and like I hear you describing it, and I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds awesome, but also it sounds so tiring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it, it sounds be exhausting because yeah. I'm already exhausted trying to like <laughs> get the words from a script and make it a storyboard. I'm like, this it's is like tiring. a whole nother yeah, step. Yeah, yeah. Like, wait, now you're trying, you're writing the dialogue now. <laughs> what? Oh yeah. my god. Oh man, and like. And I you said, oh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, I imagine you have to be like super, like knowledgeable of the characters and like situation that you could put them in and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah i think it helps that uh like everybody comes to everyone's pitch you know like mm-hmm. everyone pitches multiple times and we all come to it and because of that we're always like aware of what's going on in the other episodes and everything so uh-huh. we really do you know yeah uh, like we're on season two right now so it's like we really know the characters you know like mm-hmm. it's, we're really familiar we know what they're gonna say this time um there's no like fear of like oh are they one-dimensional like we kind of got we know what they're about and everything, so it's like writing is a lot easier in that regard now. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That's good. Yeah. What were you about to say? Um, you've mentioned it a lot, and yeah. I feel like we should probably go there. Sonic. Yeah, Sonic. <laughs> Sonic. <laughs> team Sonic or Team Miles Prower? I hate that name so much. <laughs> when um, I found uh, out it's a beautiful that that was a pun, I got really angry. <laughs> I was like, "This is a lame name." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's not where I wanted to go. <laughs> Tails is precious. Tails is, I just don't want to call him mine. Um, you're currently on Craig of the Creek. How did you get onto Craig? Like one of the most, at least at the moment, like one of the most, like, I don't know how to describe it, that it's just this uh, beautiful nugget of animation for the black community right now. I'm like, mm you being a black man working on it like how does that make you feel i guess just being part of creating something so like relevant and important uh i mean yeah it, it makes me feel really good uh it's crazy too because i was um on ben 10 prior to that mm-hmm. uh, okay and it was just like ben 10 was really like you know action centric and like 
uh, or toy centric too, you know, like we were just like trying to make like a really cool thing. Um, ben 10, like first the, run, Ben 10. There's a lot oh, of Ben 10. Oh, there's a lot of Ben 10s. I'm sorry. The reboot, the recent oh, okay. uh, reboot. Um, the more chibi kind yeah. of looking one. Yeah, the cute, the cute Ben 10, yeah. Uh, I was on that for like two seasons before oh, wow. Craig the Creek. Uh, so you've been at Cartoon Network for a minute. Yeah, like, okay. yeah, June of, I want to say June of 2015. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I've been that's, there. that's your home. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, I know everybody. I know Mr. Hey, Cartoon yeah, Network like the, himself. The, you the know? senior <laughs> of high school, like four years, right? Yeah. So you're a senior in high school, <laughs> but at Cartoon Network. <laughs> Like uh, yeah, ready to graduate? No, I'm yeah. Uh, uh, no, um, yeah, I was on there for two seasons, and uh, I like uh, Ben, uh, the creator, one of the creators. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he hit me up on Twitter, I think, and uh, I think he said he saw my comic as another thing on my comic, <laughs> <laughs> and he asked me, uh, you know, would I like to see the show, and you know, what I think about it, and um, I was like, yeah, sure, and uh, as soon as I saw that pilot, I was like. I want to get on this. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I want to try and get on this, and uh, we kind of like worked it out so that I could move over to it, and yeah, it's just been great. Like, I oh, love okay. working on it. Um, cool. uh, it's really cool too because uh, uh, compared to Ben Ten, uh, we get to write a lot more, or we get to be a lot more intimate with the writers. You know, coming up with the th- uh, plots and yeah. characters and new episodes and everything, which was one of my biggest reasons for wanting to move. I just wanted to be a little more involved in like how things get created you know like the scripts and like coming up with plots and stuff because like I had some ideas that I would pitch you know to Ben 10 and stuff and sometimes they'd get like you know considered and some some of them even got like you know into the show mm-hmm. uh, but it was like yeah I want to do something where it's like I feel like I'm a big part of it you know and yeah. you know Craig was starting up and I was like yeah you know I'm gonna do that and it's been a pretty wild ride <laughs> it's pretty great uh, and it's really cool now too that like a lot of people currently are starting to take notice of it. I mean, it's been doing really well, but I think, like, now, like, it, people on social media are starting to talk about it, too, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and just seeing, like, uh, people respond to, you know, certain things and, like, uh, like, oh, I relate to this, or, oh, you know, I know someone in my family like this, and, oh, my kids love this, and, like, oh, I love this, you know, like, that's really cool just because, like, I, I know that this show is really special to me and, like, everyone who works on it, we're all trying to make something really good and like it's just cool to finally get like that feedback like yeah you know people really like it yeah so Craig yeah. not wanting to go to a new barber <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> very uh that's a very personal experience for me <laughs> it's like when I moved here I was like I, don't know, I need a barber like I was in like Sherman Oaks and I didn't know where to get my hair cut uh yeah <laughs> pretty no. rough. I'm still trying to figure out a place to get like black hair done properly yeah, I'm totally the same like I was out here for like God, how long was it till I found, like, I was like, I should probably get my hair cut, try to find a barber. <laughs> it was like a year, I think it was a year and a half, and I was kind of like, okay, I'll get a new barber. Like, I kept thinking, maybe I should just, like, fly back to New York, <laughs> fly go back to my own barber in Brooklyn. <laughs> fly back. No, this is, no, this is crazy. The world's most expensive like a, haircut. Yeah, it's like $200 just to get to the haircut <laughs> See, for a $10 y'all haircut. Had, y'all had barbers. I had a lady named Valicia that would come to my apartment <laughs> that my granny, like, would pay to do my hair, and, like, she would give me crochets, and I'm like... I can't get crochets done by her anymore for like only like seventy dollars. Oh man! I need to find a place. 
Yeah, that's super. <laughs> I mean, I remember like uh, in Georgia, like my barber was like down the street, so I could just walk to him. You oh know? wow! Going from that to like now, where I had to, it's like a whole experience, you know. Yeah. I mean, like uh, I've I feel like now I've finally gotten like a barber that I can like call and go to, but uh, I don't know if it's just because it's here, you know, it's pretty expensive compared to yeah. what it was over oh, yeah. in Georgia, especially Georgia. Everything's yeah. cheaper in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I, Oh man, I can't. <laughs> just <laughs> thinking about like <laughs> just how much like. I feel like braids are about the same price. Mm. If you go to like the shop, because I found I found one shop in Van Nuys. Mm. These these nice African ladies that will do crochets and whatnot, and I haven't been in a while oh. because of money reasons. Was it where I used to live or near where I used yeah. to live? Yeah, yeah, Princess Beauty. Out. If if you move out here and mm-hmm. you're looking and you're black and you're looking to get your hair done, you should go to Princess Beauty in Van Nuys. Mm-hmm. All a little pricey, but I mean it's. It's about the same. Like, if you're gonna get micros, it's gonna be about two hundred or one hundred. <laughs> Twelve hours, sit there, get your head done. Yeah, Some braids. New, New York, you like know. So many black run barbers that like the usual price is like ten dollars for a good like. Yeah. Caesar, you know, regular old Caesar, just cut off all your hair. Um. So I was used to that. Mm-hmm. So when I came out here, every place was like twenty five bucks. Thirty dollars. I'm like, just for a Caesar? Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not gonna get gypped. Yeah. I'll cut my own hair. Yeah, it's insane out here. This yeah. is like it's charging arm and leg. Uh, the yeah. valley is like the valley is cheap. Quote air. I'm doing air quotes. <laughs> cheap for, for certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That was a good hair talk. <laughs> Black hair and Black animated. Hair. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm just doing washing goes. Washing goes? Is that a type of wait? Is that a place? Is that a brand? No, Washing Goes. Just, okay. That'd, that'd be something. I don't know. Washing Goes sounds like the name of a place. <laughs> no, Washing Goes where you just like you wash your hair and um, try to use like a product that doesn't. I forgot the I forgot the actual chemical, but there's a certain chemical that our hair like cannot handle, mm-hmm. and they put it in like general market shampoos not stuff for us, so you have to get the shampoo that doesn't have that particular chemical. I can't remember the name right now. And then, so you wash your hair and then you deep condition it. Mm. Either using co-wash or like, or just like leave-in conditioner or something. And then you just take, um, you take hair gel and then you uh, curl it through it and then mm. like your hair will like do like a natural curl. And then that's basically how you style and walk around. Like that's what I have right now. Wow. And then you don't really need to like wash for like maybe a week mm. maybe a week and a half and then you can like reapply the gel in order to get that natural curl because you're sort of like training your hair to do that and it helps like maintain hair growth because you're not like stressing it out by like hot combing it i guess this is more so for women i guess but i don't know people said miles morales was doing co- <laughs> was doing a co-wash and it, the way his hair was going it looked so like a co-wash <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, the black and black black hair and animated. Bla- black, black hair and animated. animated. Hair and animated. <laughs> What's Love your that. favorite hairstyle? <laughs> My favorite hairstyle. Uh, for a very long time, I was getting frohawks. Uh, I would oh, just yeah. get the oh, yeah. sides cut down and just have like a bunch of hair at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently, I just been cutting it down really low, uh, mm. just because like. Yeah, I'm getting older. And it's hot out here, too. Yeah, it's hot. It's hot, yeah. I don't need a carpet on my head. And then, like, the, uh, yeah, like, 
my hairline is starting to just like disappear. I'm like, oh, I need to, oh, no. I need to, you know, oh, just no. keep it low. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one needs to notice. No one needs to notice. Yeah, yeah. No one, no one. I'm <laughs> luckily I'm pretty tall, so no one shorter sees it. But yeah. <laughs> people who are taller, oh, they're yeah, like, yeah, oh, short people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I try not to sit too low, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. The the hair situation is like very personal and. It was really cool to see so many people respond to it. It's just like, yo, man, I'm going through the same thing. Or like, oh, my friend was, you know, he had to go through that. And it was like, it's so funny <laughs> seeing yeah. it too. It's just good. I think like a lot of that stuff comes from being relatable, like the mm-hmm. humor and like, you know, getting it. And I think that's really important too for our community because like uh, just seeing that we're, we're all in this together, you know, sort of thing and seeing each other uh, in media is really important. So, mm-hmm. And yeah. seeing like a family, you know, just a whole like black family like you know not aggressive toward each other and like they're not going through like uh like no not black suffering turmoil yeah yeah. (laughs) like because it's a little exhausting to see like our people mostly portrayed in media when it's just black suffering Mm -hmm. and like craig of the creek is just so refreshing because there really hasn't been like a black animated like family thing since proud family really yeah uh yeah i mean wow proud family was so long ago yeah Um, Oh, it's crazy that it's taken like this long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like, ah. okay. Uh, that was a good show, too. Like, really good. Like, like that's a, definitely a show I want to sit back and, like, rewatch. But, yeah. yeah where same. is it, Disney? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it'll be on Disney Plus in November. <laughs> yeah. For okay. $6.99. Sweet. So, I want to talk about... <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Valorous Tales. Sweet. Yeah. So tell us about the indie comic book. Yeah, tell yeah. tell us about that life. Like, uh, <laughs> let's see, uh, how did you come up with <laughs> Valorous Tales? When, uh, when was it? I'm gonna stop talking here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. Like, um, it came from uh, my really big obsession. I'd say at the time, really, uh, of like RPGs and like I, I really liked uh, Dragon Quest. Um, I still really like Dragon Mm -hmm. Quest. Uh, It's my it's my shit. I love that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I I really wanted to make that, but I wanted to make it something like that with uh, like a black character, you know. So just like like I I didn't see that sort of thing. I never saw like black people in like that kind of fantasy setting where they were like yeah black faces in fantasy or they're like vague as a main character. They're like vague monster animal creature yeah. thing. Yeah. Orcs. Yeah. Orcs, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was it was like kinda from that and just like uh, I really like puns and I like like silly monsters and stuff. I just wanted to like put all those ideas together. So mm-hmm. that that's kinda where it came from. Um, I will say that like Valor's Tales uh, like I haven't updated in a while. Yeah, I was say it like I can't remember if it's yeah. been updated. It's, it's been Do a you while. Want to continue um it? Uh, like if I'm being honest, like I feel like it's something that I would want to, like, like kind of reboot. But I think I'd want to do it like, if, if there was any show that I would want to pitch, it'd probably be that. And mm. I have like a way to pitch it, or at least like a story in mind for it that kind of like I feel could fit like a format of television or just episodic, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of where it's at right now. It's kind of limbo because I'm kind of thinking like, you know, maybe I'll pitch it you know would uh, Cartoon Network be like a home for it you think or would you feel that it would be better on like another network just because of like it's an elongated adventuredness mm. I um I don't know I mean like I didn't really think too far of like where it belongs or anything you know like uh it's more so just like once I revisit the idea that's 
like I think I'd want to pitch it, you know, and whoever takes it, you know, I, I would like that. Um, because I, I think it, it was always kind of like I thought about it. It could be in an episodic sort of nature with like a, you know, a couple episodes here and there that kind of tie the story together and then it could end like mm-hmm. i think just my biggest thing is that i would want it to end I, I like things that have an ending right yeah so like i would want it to have a close uh but um yeah i haven't thought where to pitch it yet like it's it's very much just like i'm developing it as an idea to pitch but i don't have any place to put it and right now because of that the comic's in limbo and it's mm. i feel kind of bad you know because like you know, there are people who were really into the comic, and, you know, some people message me, like, where's that? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm working. <laughs> like, can, I'm working. can you give a quick uh, summary of what the comic's about, or, like, what's, yeah. Uh, yeah, what's, what's going on? Oh, gosh. On uh, all right, let me try to remember. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's been so long. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it's just a story about uh, this adventurer named uh, Yu Du, and he is, like, on a journey to find uh, this witch named Kursula, uh, and when he confronts her... Uh, True to her name, she ends up cursing him and turning him into a child because he ruins a, a ritual that she was trying to perform, like a sacrifice on another witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when Cursula escapes, um, the witch that Cursula was trying to sacrifice uh, is like, hey, man, I mean, I want to get her and like you need her because she cursed you. Like maybe we could join forces and mm. try and go after her. Um, and like the story behind that, I was thinking was just that it's kind of like, he was very stoic and you know he didn't really like kind of enjoy his uh childhood because he kind of had to grow up really fast mm-hmm. um and he's it's kind of like he's learning to kind of like uh adapt to being a kid while also trying to get rid of it you know mm-hmm. it's one of those stories where like at the end he realizes oh the kid all you know sort of, <laughs> sort of thing uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, like that was the the basic story i, I felt comfortable kind of just like talking about it theme wise and stuff because like i think i'm going in a different direction when mm-hmm. i okay. pitch it you know like yeah uh yeah i have something i feel that's a little bit more personal mm-hmm. uh okay. for the new one nice. um so i would want to have that i mean i also do like I- i'll admit that i'm a person that has a lot of ideas you know so i i try and think of a lot of stuff i have another comic that i'm actually trying to do right now uh, is it the Boom Brothers? The Boom Brothers. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's uh, people. I've been sharing, you know, tidbits here and there, yeah. and trying not to jinx it. <laughs> you know? uh, but like, that's one that I'm like working on, and it's fairly, you know, through the process. Uh, okay. uh, and that one's about like uh, this, uh, the grandmaster of hip hop, uh, named. Dr. Boombada is like trying to run a concert. I love it. Yeah, yeah I'm in love already. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's trying to throw this really big concert, and the the brothers Boom, Danny and Bobby, uh, they're trying to uh, perform on stage. Like he's like, you know, if you can give me the most materials for this show, you can perform on stage in front of all these people, and that's their big dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the problem is that uh, he has another like kind of protege who's a lot more skilled than the two of them, and they have mm-hmm. to kind of like, you know get their stuff together so that they can beat this other guy and get the more materials for the show and perform. Um, and it's a lot of, you know, wacky hijinks and, like, nods to hip-hop sort of things. And uh, it's also very, like, uh, inspired by kind of, like, that 90s sort of, like, flair of video games and yes. stuff like that. Like, it's it's very reminiscent of, like, Bomberman and Mega Man type oh my stuff. God, and yes. Sonic yeah. and Great. It, it, just a lot of like things that I really enjoyed and a lot of things that I wanted to see when I was younger you know mm-hmm. like like I liked 
stuff like Bomberman. I loved Mega Man. I loved Sonic and all that stuff. But it wasn't really like for me, you know, like mm-hmm. like it wasn't like literally for me. I feel like it, like I, I could tell that I wasn't the target demographic in a way. Like yeah. boy, yes, right. but not like you know. I wanted to see the characters that look like me that were also doing that stuff and right. they liked the same things that I like. So that's yeah. kind of what this is gonna be, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and yeah, I'm pretty proud of what I'm doing. It's like I'm working really slow because I just. It's very hard to do that when you're working. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that day to day grind and maintaining like personal work, it's mm-hmm. you gotta find like that balance, and then also like socializing too. Yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a very big part of this. Uh, like just in general, like you wanna socialize. Like I've met so many cool people here that like I wanna hang out with them. I wanna do this and go out and do stuff like things that I couldn't do when I was in Georgia because I was broke and I didn't have anything. <laughs> you know, so I was like, well, I wanna do all this stuff, but then you know, I still have the things that I wanna do, like my personal projects. And right. that's one of them. And like pitching is one of them too. And you know, like, you know, I'll, I'll get to it at some point. Like right. I thought about even making, or tr- not making, but uh, trying to go into making games, you know, mm. like, that I, I like games so it's like that's yeah. something that I'd want to do but like you know uh, right now I'm just trying to enjoy what I have and you know focus on small things I could do here and there because what mm. I've learned is just you know it's better to just do something and then the fruits of your labor you know like they start to uh, blossom after you know a while you're just surprised like oh you saw that you know it's just yeah. like yeah I mean I didn't even know that you guys knew about the Broom Brothers <laughs> I was like oh yeah yeah, yeah I, 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 don't, I don't post too much about it yeah I, I, I remember like, I remember yeah exactly little snippets and stuff because I remember you posted like the character designs mm-hmm. uh, for like a while back and then, like, maybe a week or a couple weeks ago, you posted, like, all right, here's the thumbnail yeah, for yeah. that thing I posted about. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's getting there. I mean, I could show you guys some more stuff later if you want. Nice. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah. Sorry, people listening. Yeah, <laughs> sorry. Uh, we'll not be putting this in the description. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I'm, like, really, like, excited about. And uh, I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying real hard. I'm, like... Doing it when I can. I'm I'm curious about like uh since we're talking about the <laughs> I brought up the thumb. I'm curious about like what your process is when it comes to making comics. Like are you like um like would this be a web comic in the sense like oh this is gonna go for a bit and then mm-hmm. like maybe have an ending you know in the future or uh it's like, like Yu Gi Oh it keeps going. <laughs> yeah. Or, or are you kind of like you know what I have like I just want to make this a mini now I'll, I'll sell it online and maybe like in mm. conventions or whatever like. What's the process for this or with, like, your comics in general? <laughs> yeah, uh, well, like, typically, uh, and that's a good question, typically, like, I would come up with comics and I would just, like, I, I like doing, like, uh, independent things just because it's, like, I could do it and it's done, you know? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, in 2014, I'd done, like, maybe, like, uh, over 200-something daily comics. Ooh, I, wow. I, I never posted them online because, like, they got really personal, and I was like, I don't know if I want to share this, but mm. <laughs> I was like, uh, I did a bunch of those, and I was just like, you know, it got me really pumped for doing, like, something self-contained, you know? Mm-hmm. like So that's what the Boom Brothers are. It's supposed to be, like, uh, just a self-contained sort of thing. It can continue. It, it doesn't have to end, but, like, this, what I'm doing, like, it's starting to get up in, like, maybe the 80 something amount i was gonna do like just 60 pages but then i was like you know i want the story to kind of like have a little more substance so Mm -hmm. uh it's starting to move up in page count but it's supposed to be self-contained like everything you need will be in that one story uh are you doing a script first to like kind of get all your ideas out or are you literally like doing your thumbs 
Um, yeah, like my like straight, straight up. My uh, yeah, that's good. Uh, my process is very chaotic right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I, I started <laughs> off with uh, you know, like I think I was like drawing the characters for a very long time, for at least a year mm-hmm. and a half. Um, and once I uh, finally started to get like some designs down, I you know I came up with some plots here and there. Like, what could it be about? You know, I need something that really like kind of fits and. It, it has all these characters that I've been drawing, these little doodles, and, like, I want to try and fit as many as I can. Um, so I, I came up with, like, uh, maybe, like, four, like, four-page mini comics of the Boom Brothers. It's kind of mm. just to get, like, the idea of, like, how the characters interact and, like, what's their deal, you know, what do they do, you know? Yeah. Um, and that's how I came up with the fact that they're, like, demolitionists like their day job sort of thing they just go and blow people up but <laughs> i really like puns so it's not always just like they blow up things like so like it, one of them there's a lady who's like oh like uh, my son's boon uh balloon deflated <laughs> i need someone <laughs> to blow it up and, <laughs> it's like, and then they actually there you go they actually blow it up and that's, it's beautiful. Like, that's poetry right yeah, there so it's like it's stuff like that um and like you know i did those and i was like okay i got these comics i'm like how can i fit this into a really big narrative and that's where that's where I was stuck for a kind of a bit like I was like mm-hmm. how can I fit this all together you know like make these comics kind of like combine and it was like okay like I finally came up with you know they're doing this because they're trying to get materials for this hip-hop concert thing that they really want to mm-hmm. be a part of mm-hmm. um and then I was like okay well like how does that work you know I need like maybe a rival for them to go after because you know they their relationship is very like you know they're bros they they always like got each other's back uh, mm-hmm. Even if they don't always get along, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, and it's like uh, okay, so I came up with that, and I came up with the thing, and like I also have like this is the part that I don't really want to spoil. I want to keep it for the comic, but there's like there's another element to it as well that's happening in the background, and it's like it all culminates in the end, mm-hmm. and uh, like there's so there were some parts that were scripted, and there were some parts that I just did, and then there are other parts that I just like I drew it and then like now i'm going back and like coming up with dialogue so it's all over the place but Mm -hmm. like finally that chaos is starting to make sense like Mm -hmm. uh once i like show you guys i think you'll be like okay kind of because like it sounds like this guy's crazy but that's kind of my (laughs) that's kind of my my personal we're just gonna walk into a room it's just like like, uh evidence yeah yeah just like (laughs) drag all over the place like yeah so you know it's whatever (laughs) (laughs) we're like oh my yeah there's uh yeah it's like my like process when I I think that's the the problem when I don't have anyone to collaborate with and that's why I like the collaborative aspect because mm-hmm. like there's no me like well, what about this and you know all this and, you know like someone could just be like no and then I'm like okay okay <laughs> so it's like that's what the cool part of collaborating is for me but when it's with my own thing I'm just like kind of like you know I'll get an idea and I'm like how do I fit this in you know like brain just firing off so yeah much. so so many I I get like tons of ideas uh i'm more of an idea guy than like a substance guy so we'll see if people Ooh. like it but you'd like, be a good yeah. creative director in advertising if you're an idea <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. i got That's ideas like, i got <laughs> ideas I, I, I don't know if i don't know if they're good ideas but i got ideas so yeah but, oh my gosh it's yeah. cool do you ever um do you, i mean since you're working by yourself on this thing um do you ever uh, have i guess practice runs where you show people like oh this is what i'm working on like tell me if it sucks or something <laughs> like you know like how do you know you got something good or mm. if it's, uh, it's coming along well Heard it and you're like mine yeah. <laughs> no i i uh like before i wouldn't and i think that was my biggest mistake i i, I just thought like 
you know, this has to be good. You know, like mm-hmm. I came up with this. It's got to be good, you know. And then like I showed people and they're like, it doesn't make sense. And I'm like, crap. <laughs> so now I do show people. Uh, right now, um, I, I want to show more. The problem is that I just don't feel like I have enough for it to like, there's, there's no point in showing anyone like right. just mm-hmm. ideas because none of them are solid. Like that's, once I get like the thumbs, like mm-hmm. I was even thinking like once I started getting the thumbs down and when it's time to start inking, maybe I'll like start doing streams or something. Like people mm-hmm. can come in and, you know, you could watch me draw. That's the most boring thing ever. But if you want to come into it, people you can do it. it. Yeah, there's a That's yeah, there's great. a market for that. People yeah. like Twitch has an entire um like artist mm. section yeah. where people just draw and like you can come in and like people can like uh subscribe to your Twitch stream and like they'll know like hey like this person's drawing today and like or even like on Patreon or whatnot. You yeah, know? Patreon. Oh wow. Ricardo. Thanks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's definitely something yeah. to uh, consider. Yeah. yeah Picardo and Twitch definitely. Yeah, people love to see um, uh, others' process and mm. like sometimes it's like um, meditative. You know, mm-hmm. it's like ah, oh, just like chilling with. But it's as if you are there with them and you're drawing along. It's like yeah, this is nice. Mm-hmm. And they get to get like the sneak peek of like oh yeah, mm-hmm. this is they're working on this thing. But you didn't get to see it. Yeah, I think it would be cool. You know, I think it would be nice to kind of have that uh, kind of like uh, intimacy with the fans of this comic. You know, like they get to see how it comes like together, and then like you know when they have it in their hand, it's like, oh, I remember him inking that page. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. yeah, you. I remember he like tried to do this panel like eight times. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, uh, stuff like that. Like it's something I was considering just because like uh, I feel like. Uh, it'll help me stay accountable, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, if people are like, seeing like, you know, when's that bugging me? When's that next page coming? I'm like, all right, I'll do it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Conventions like, too would be a nice way to promote it as well. Like, have you mm-hmm. ever tabled at cons and whatnot for things? Yeah. I, I tabled, I think 2017 at Emerald City Comic Con. Okay. Uh, I printed, uh, like a redone first chapter of Valor's Tales, oh. um, which is funny because like, that's, that version is still one that I'm kind of like, yeah, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> so it's, like, it's like now people who have that version is like, you know, keep it because it's the only version of that that's going to exist. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, I did that. Uh, it was pretty cool. I, that was the first time I ever tabled and I was like, wow, this is crazy. Uh, it was pretty stressful though just because I still had, you know, work. So getting ready for the con was very like, Oh god, I have to get ready for con. Oh god, yeah. but I, I have a board. It's a lot to juggle. Yeah, yeah. So it's a lot. Uh, I I would like to, you know, uh, kind of sell the book more. I think like it'll probably just be like an online sort of thing mm. until I have like the the means to sit down and think about, you know, maybe I'll kickstart this into physical books. Or, yeah, you know, I was gonna maybe... ask if this is something that you wanted to like get published and like sold at like Barnes and Noble like the graphic novel section and what uh, it could be I mean like publishers I I would want to have the comic like done and you know it it's something to consider publishers would even want that I, mm. I don't know uh, I think it's it's gonna be pretty tame I usually don't like to do anything too like uh graphic or anything like there's mm. there's not like excessive like profanity or anything uh but they do use like replacements of it uh, even though I swear pretty like constantly <laughs> like that's just the jersey in me i can't help it but the like in the good place to go like put the fork yeah 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 basically that i, I have shut the I, front door <laughs> i have a lot of characters say like what the funk you know like i think that's that's funny but yes yeah but the, we got the funk. yeah we got the funk. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. 
Um, but yeah, you know, like, uh, it's, it's something that like, you know, I'm just kind of like playing it by, you know, trying to get it done. And I'll think about that stuff later. Like, I'm not trying to like make a ton of money or anything. I, I really just want to do it because it's like, it's just, I got this idea and I got to get it out so mm. that I can do other things. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically it's like, I'm, I'm just sick of yeah. like going to work and like thinking about that when I need to just be thinking about, you know, my work so that I can get my work done and then mm-hmm. work on it. So, you know, it's like, uh, I'm just trying to get it done. Um, but yeah, like all that stuff, it's like something to think about for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it helps that, um, that as long as that, or as long as you're keeping up with people and showing progress and stuff, it's fine. Um, as soon as I start having more, I'm going to be posting more. I think like when I showed those thumbnails recently, it was more of like, I finally feel like I'm in a good spot and I have a lot to show. So, you know, I'll do it, but I'll do it real quick. And that's why I put it on an Instagram story. Just like, don't pause too long. You know, you'll look at those thumbnails and be like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, but uh, the designs and stuff, it's like, I was feeling pretty confident about them. It was like, yeah, you know, I'll show these. <laughs> yeah, they're really fun. <laughs> yeah. With that all being said, um, you are a jack of all trades and an amazing person, and I literally cannot wait to see all of the stuff <laughs> that yeah, you yeah. have like popping out of your brain from <laughs> your creativity. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, yeah. I mean, I just I have a lot of ideas, and uh, I, I want to share them with people. Uh, yeah, so it's like I just need to get better at balancing my time so that I could do that. There's just so many things, you know. So like, mm-hmm. you know, you want to share and draw and do all this stuff but then you also just want to like live you know i think that's a big part of it it's just like you know going outside and just like talking to people is very important i feel like getting ideas comes from conversating and you know living your life you know so it's like trying to balance all that stuff is uh important um i try and do that so i try to remember that you know like Comic doesn't have to be my whole life. You know, I could do yeah. other things and mm-hmm. then do the comic when I can. You could go mm-hmm. be an engineer. <laughs> I mean, if you wanted to. <laughs> well, actually, I found out at work the other day that engineering kind of goes into storyboarding in like a really weird way. Really? Because like there are several people over at Wild Canary that were like in the engineering field, and mm. then they were just like, "I'm gonna go be a board artist." What? Yeah, <laughs> there are a couple of people. I was talking to someone and like architecture. Like, mm. Had a had an interesting trajectory. I was like, oh yeah, I was in engineering and now I'm like a background painter. What? Okay, I think it's fair to say like if you're like because I've heard a lot of stories about engineers deciding they want to do something else. I think mm-hmm. if you're an engineer, you probably you you have the whole world <laughs> yeah. the palm of your hand because you're like, just like you could do so many things. Like mm-hmm. I think it's really easy to just be like. I'm gonna do this instead, but like, yeah, like you know what? I've saved up smart. enough money to do something <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a bajillion dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Totally I'm trying fine. to change my whole like, <laughs> career. So, um, Bree, do we have any Twitter questions? At all? We do. We've got a couple here. Oh, yeah. You're Sweet. Quite a popular guy. Wow. <laughs> so. We've got let's see, one, two, three, four. Nice. Four questions. Let's see. The first question is from at Afro Addy. When starting out, did you find storyboarding to be a fairly accessible craft to learn, or were there any barriers? Oh, this is a kind of a two-parter. What do you think are good resources for aspiring storyboarders to be aware of? P.S. 
Hi, Bree. Hi, Way. Smiley face. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, I definitely think uh, it was it was kind of tough getting into it, you know, just because it wasn't the like I, I didn't know the structure, you know. So that and and like when you're learning that on the job, it's just super stressful. Uh, but I think it's accessible if you have like you know an eye for story. You know, like if you like I I watched a lot of movies growing up and I watched mm-hmm. watched a lot of shows. So like once I started to get like the patterns, I felt like it wasn't too hard to kind of get like okay yeah you know shows do kind of have like you know uh, one character or so trying to attain something and like that usually has a theme too of like the whole episode like like the more you start to like watch something and like really analyze it you start to notice like those sort of patterns and i think that's kind of like the the best tool i would think because like i didn't really this is very like uh (laughs) i wouldn't recommend not looking at you know books and stuff like that that gives you that storyboard kind of like technical know-how i did not i did not (laughs) (laughs) i kind of i kind of just winged it you know like I, i i just went off of like my knowledge of like movies and tv and shots oh, wow. and stuff you know like it just like i kind of just was like I, I think i'll figure it out i think i got it like mm-hmm. uh, also like looking at your peers too though you know mm-hmm. like how do they figure just learn different out? ways yeah. yeah yeah it's like you know but there are some uh books and stuff that help like i got some books afterward i think there's one called framed ink mm. yeah. yeah it's a very that's good a, one it's a good book mm-hmm. uh and I mean, I personally, I since I come from comics, I really like composition and stuff. And I feel like the book uh, Creative Illustration mm. um, is a good book. Yeah, uh, that's the Andrew Loomis. Loomis? Andrew Loomis. Yeah. Oh book. yeah, Loomis. Yeah, yeah I, good. it's a it's a really like it's an old school book, but mm-hmm. it's got a really good like take on composition, right. uh, how to compose something that's visually interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I try and do that in all of my work i don't know how successful it is but mm-hmm. like i i really like that book i have it in my room like that's a, a big one doesn't loomis also have figure drawing books as well yeah. if i'm not mistaken because i think those are the ones i'm more familiar maybe with. six wait i forget what the number is it's creative illustration figure drawing oh man i forget the other two <laughs> but i think they're like a lot of books four. this yeah. guy's got a lot of books he's yeah. got a collection our next question is from someone you know well what mr jeff Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Is Jeff about Say to run? He's, <laughs> he's like, yo, why do you exist? <laughs> oh no. Although I believe you kind of stole Jeff's thunder already because some of these you already talked about. <laughs> when you come up with an idea you're really passionate about, how do you decide whether to pursue it as a comic or a show pitch? Also, would you ever consider pitching v- Valor's Tales as an animated series? And you've spoken on that a bit <laughs> yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I think that's like, you might. <laughs> listen to the podcast, yeah, Jeff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're listening, Jeff. Come yeah, on. Jesus. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, we already answered the Valor Sales one. That's one that I would think of pitching as a show. Uh, as far as, like, which one works as a comic and which one works as a show, I, I think it's just a matter, for me, which one's more personal. I think, uh, like, with the Brothers Boom, it's a comic that I feel like... You know, I, I could tell it fine on my own. I don't really need it to be all over the place. Uh, um, and I don't know how it would translate well because I, I feel like it's a lot more kind of centered on, like, uh, it's, it's a little more, like, underground. I don't know. Like, 
not so much like I'm, I'm not like making any huge political statements or anything, but I just don't know how a network would take that. Maybe Netflix. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. It's like that's just something that like I know I can do it on my own now. So mm-hmm. that's the one that I chose. That I'm going to do that. The Vows Tales one is like, you know, like I'm not as precious with it that I want to keep it to myself, you know, uh, like as a comic form only. Like I could see it being on a lot of things. So, yeah, that's, you know. It was kind of like it sounds like very thought out, but it's kind of like I'm just do this one as a comic, and I was I could do this one as a show. <laughs> like very uh, kind of shrug and pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question that like is inspired by this answer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like uh, when you get your ideas, like would you say you're uh, more of an idea man in the sense like if you got one concept, you can make a lot of ideas out of that one concept, or are you more like uh, I'm an idea man in the sense like I can think of a lot of concepts, or is it both? Hmm. I, that's a good question. I I think I might lean more toward the first one. I think I I come up with kind. I like to build worlds. I think that's mm. what where it comes from. And I think yeah. uh, with the Brothers Boom, like that that's that's why it's taken a long time because I just you know when I'm on my own, I'm just like I might think of something and like I'll doodle it and I'm like oh this is so funny. Like I think I want to put this in mm. and then like. You know, you do that over the course of like a year and a half, and you have so much. And then you're like, how do I put all this together? You know, Valor's <laughs> uh, Tales too. You know, I came up with tons of monsters for it, uh, and like plots and stuff. I have so many books that I just like filled with like, this is what I want to happen. This is what I want to happen. Some of them, you know, I have to cross out because I'm like, not this doesn't fit with this other thing. You know, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's a lot of ideas for these, you know, these two things. You know, I, I don't have like, uh, like eight different ideas, but I. No, if I got an idea for another thing, it would probably be the same. Like, I just start developing and it comes into this big thing, you know. Yeah. I keep trying to keep the contained and it's just <laughs> getting bigger. I was like, I don't know what to do. Your creative spirit is just so full. Like, you have to, it wants to be free. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah. It you wants know. to be released <laughs> as Fart Club. <laughs> fart Club. You got to release that the farting, farting, Instead of anime <laughs> fighting spirit, it's like, it's farting spirit. Farting spirit. Creative farting spirit. spirit. Oh, man. That's really good. <laughs> you can work with that. <laughs> Another question is from JG Draw Stuff. Do you think there's less storyboarding jobs slash less room as a storyboard artist in the industry as you get older? Which basically equates to, do you have to get in early to get in at all? A lot of two-party questions today. Yeah. Mm. Um... You know, as far as like the 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 wide scope of storyboarding jobs, uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I feel like it it might be a thing where like um, younger people are getting in. You know, like I I don't I don't know like, but uh, I going from my own personal experience is just like browsing the internet and seeing a lot of artists where they're like their stuff's really good, and I'm like wow. And then I look at like their profile or something, and it's like. Hey, I'm 17, and, yeah. you know, and it's oh, like man. you're like yeah. you're like, oh, wait, what? You're <laughs> yeah, not yeah. 17. It's, it's like here. it's wild, yeah. and like uh, I, I'm always like super like fascinated by that, just because like the talent is getting younger, because like I feel like it's very accessible, yeah, for that stuff, and totally. I think that some studios are, you know, they're looking at that talent, especially because of social media, you know, like mm-hmm. they see they might have a following and they have really good art, and like oh, we could use that, you know, so very easy to pick them right up, you know, right in the right. <laughs> I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if that's like um taking away more jobs for people that are older. Maybe it is. Uh it's a good question. Like I I wish I had like more of a concrete answer. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I was 
25 when I got like my first like sort of gig like that. Um, yeah. But there are definitely people who are coming in younger. Um, yeah. yeah, I have like a whole host of friends that are all way younger than me, and it makes me feel like I'm an oldie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I'm not that old, so it's like that's crazy. Yeah, I yeah. think uh, it seems like a lot of people are getting hired uh, pretty young, but I don't know. You know, I feel like the average is usually 24, 25. Yeah, like when it comes to like the air Indi- quote big break for in- the big break yeah. for the industry. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it is kind of a topic, like a hot topic, like currently in the uh, climate of the animation industry about like like ageism and just people who want to get in that are a bit older or people like people who are like maybe about to turn thirty or like lean on like like 28, 29, or people who are like a little over 30 that are trying to get in. And there is like some concern because like, like as you said, there are a lot of people who are younger that are getting the jobs or either like the talent is becoming younger and younger. So it's, it's a, it's a complicated subject. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, definitely. It's, it's definitely something that's complicated. And it's like, it's hard to give a definite answer. I mean, it's not like I don't see older people working though. I mean, mm-hmm. there are yeah. a lot of people who are older than me, you know, who are on Craig or just in Cartoon Network in general. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do notice that at least in Cartoon Network, there are there's a big like younger kind of like community mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's like the reality of Cartoon Network from what I see. Um, and it's no shame on them, you know. Like it's you know they they're looking for. I was hired from online presence, you know, and mm-hmm. I think right. that's maybe they just prioritize that uh, from looking for new talent. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think that's that couldn't be the reality for everyone, you know, like, right. you know, there's probably people who are older that can get that stuff too. I think what's more important is like, uh, trying to do what you want, like, no matter what, you know, like, right. like I, I, I just knew I wanted to draw. I didn't know I wanted to get into the industry. So that might be like a punch in the face of people who really want to be here. I'm really sorry. I didn't mean to steal oh. it. Uh, it's just like, like I, I was happy drawing no matter what. And I, got into that somehow <laughs> and it's mm-hmm. like it's been really it's been really sweet mm-hmm. um but yeah i i wish i had more like kind of tips and advice for people who are trying to get in you know mm-hmm. like i think the best thing is just to keep drawing and like enjoying that like the i wouldn't necessarily say the result but the like the process like the journey yeah the I journey guess. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i i feel like it would be like incredibly frustrating if like you i don't know if you're going in into it without the passion then right. it's going to be a rough road it's going to be rough uh it, it's it going to take a minute regardless yeah exactly mm-hmm. so it's not going to be 100 percent good all the time mm-hmm. and uh it, it's you know it's just you're living the life as an artist basically you know yeah. like it's not just like oh animation's gonna be fun it's like no you're an artist or you know production person yeah or, you know anything in animation it's like it, and it's and it's show business too, so it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's as if you're, and trying to be an actor, but also like I don't know what's a job that's easy to get. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like um, well, I don't know. I feel like even out here, like uh, getting sort of those retail jobs and like those those kind of just keeping you afloat kind of jobs out here are a bit difficult sometimes too because like right. everybody's coming out here oh, with yeah. that big dream so True. like you're for even sure. competing for those basic yeah, jobs. Yeah man. I mean like I mentioned it's, earlier it's, that it's like tough. you know I was applied for Starbucks. I'm still waiting to hear back from them. <laughs> <laughs> I got rejected from a Barnes and Noble That's from, like oh. three and I'm like what? <laughs> yeah. It's like it's it's tough out here. It um, truly is tough. But yeah I think you gotta you, you gotta really want it you know and you gotta be you gotta be 
drawing and mm-hmm. you know, doing your work and mm-hmm. you know the loving the fire them. must burn within your soul. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's a the passion part is very big. Um, and for people yeah. who are like over thirty two, I can I can see how it can be very frustrating just because like that's also the time where it's like family talks start to happen, mm-hmm. you know and. We could have a whole episode about it <laughs> later. Do we have another question? We do. Okay, cool. <laughs> I was just like kind of trying to wrap it up a little. To say like mm-hmm. it is a very complicated process and yeah, that yeah. would be a cool episode. And our last person on. Yeah. And our last question. <laughs> the guest. Last question is from Hot at Eve Kelsey. College graduate. Hot chocolate college graduate. <laughs> <laughs> Is it easier to storyboard on paper or digitally? And how did you get into indie comics? But you kind of talked about that already. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, people are going to love this uh, talk because they're just going to get all their answers in the actual yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, right? <laughs> like, oh, like, but you're, I guess. You're, you're yeah. stealing their thunder already. <laughs> like, oh, I guess they just talked about my questions beforehand. Yeah, and then yeah. they're going to hear the Twitter questions probably like, oh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Um, as far as, like, which one's easier, boarding on paper or boarding on or reporting digitally, uh, I think, like, drawing on paper, for me, is a lot faster. Like, I mm. can do it way quicker than any sort of, like, you know, opening a program and having to do it. I think because, like, digitally, you have, like, an infinite canvas, and you can correct all of your mistakes, and with that, without enough, like, mental brain power to stop yourself from doing that, it's very difficult to not go overboard, you know? Like, my earlier boards on Craig were very, like, posed out and crazy and I feel bad because I feel like it set like an unfair like kind of precedent on everyone else because it was like you know I, I thought that's what the standard was that's what I was used to so I was just drawing everything and like in a week and it'd all be like super posed out and stuff and it was like I don't have to do that you don't mm-hmm. you don't have to do that like mm-hmm. make sure you know that that you don't have to, you shouldn't mm-hmm. have to do that mm-hmm. um, but now uh, my board partner and I we just board on paper for the thumbs and it's mm-hmm. way faster and we can do it together and you know, we just scan it and we pitch it, you know, we pitch it on a screen, but uh, the drawings were done on paper and like we got the story out, you know, that's what's important uh, so that we can get our notes and everything. And then you just translate it to digital. Like it's, it's way, I think that's probably the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think productions will be, you know, it'll change depending on what production you're on with ours. <clears throat> I think uh, it works. Um, like for our first pitch to do it that way but on our second pitch we want to have it kind of post out more because we're pitching to our whole crew mm-hmm. as opposed to just like the first pitch which is just like the writers and the board artists um, but some uh, productions you might only be uh, pitching to a director like one person and if you're doing that then maybe papers you know just the way to go or maybe not I mean it just it all depends you know like I think uh, one thing to know as uh, someone trying to get into the industry is that a lot of productions are case by case uh, basis. You know, like you don't you don't know until you're on the the production, like how it works. You know, mm-hmm. like I this works for Craig, but I don't know how it will work for another thing. You know, uh, but yeah, it's but it's good to ask questions and see. You know, kind of get the consensus and everything. Yeah. 
at Mark's the end of our Twitter questions. Oh, cool. I have like so many. I have. I feel like I have a million questions <laughs> that I want to ask. Because um, like there's, there's, you're answering. I'm like, oh, I have a question about that. Oh, I have a question about that. Oh, I have a question about that. And my brain is just like, all right, those are all falling out of my head as I'm thinking about more questions. I'm like, oh, so many questions I want to ask. Um, I do think that we should wrap up though. Okay. 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 <laughs> Look at the time. Okay. Fine. Okay. We're near. Okay. We're nearing the end. Um, oh, man. Where should I go from here? <laughs> Sorry. Because <laughs> now I'm like, oh, which question should I ask? To, to the end. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I don't want to. Okay. 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 Um, uh, all right. Real quick. Uh, how long does it take to storyboard? Like, what's what's your timeline when you're working on the board? Um, yeah. On Craig, it's like uh, we get a week to do thumbs. Uh, and after that week, uh, we pitch to the writers. Uh, you know, your previous guest, Jeff Trammell, he was uh, one of our writers, really cool guy. And we pitched yeah. to him, we pitched to the creators, Matt and Ben, mm-hmm. um, and the storyboard artist. Uh, after that, uh, we get our notes and we go and do our rough pass. That's another week. Um, and, and that week one, two? yeah, week two. Yeah. So we try and get everything, you know, like we, uh, do all their notes, you know, make sure everything is like working with the story and we try and like clean a little bit, you know, make it. The thumbnail is less, you know, ugly. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, uh, we get another set of notes. We pitch again. We pitch oh. the whole crew. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, we try and get, like, everyone's feedback. How's it working? You know, how do people who haven't seen it at all, how do they feel about it, you know? Um, and after that, um, you know, we get another week to – or another two weeks to clean it up. Mm-hmm. Week five? Um, yeah, week five. So five weeks is how it takes for us to get a board done. Huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Oh, my gosh. That's a week shorter than, so short. <laughs> than what, at least what I've heard. Yeah, well, I mean, and I mean, on, and on like the show I'm on, it's six weeks. Yeah, the mm. show I'm on. And also, pitching, <laughs> and also you pitch twice. Yeah. Uh, I think Dang. where we both work, there's only like one pitch to the executive yeah. and mm. the storyboard supervisor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that's like a difference for... 2D and 3D, because we're both on 3D shows currently. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, and it's also both script-driven as yeah, well. Yeah, they're both script-driven, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Yeah, I script-driven. Yeah, I think it's, it just goes back to, you know, like, the different uh, productions are different. You know, they're just different. Right. Some, mm-hmm. some yeah. things work differently. Uh, productions are like snowflakes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're all different. Yeah, they're all, yeah, unique, they're all different. You know? Even the ones yeah. that are, like, in the same studio, they could be told they're different people running those shows. Yeah. So it's different. Mm-hmm. It'll be different. Yeah. Like, yeah. on Ben 10... Uh, uh, from what I remember, it was only that we pitched, we pitched like twice as well, oh. but it was like the end of the boards, you know, like we would pitch, uh, to our director, um, a couple times, um, but it was just him. So like he would see it and he would see how it's working. And then we would pitch to like the writers as mm-hmm. well mm. and they'd see how it's working. And then we'd pitch to the whole crew at the very end. Like the board's already done. We're just pitching what we had so that they can see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I guess it's three pitches, but yeah, that's, uh, that one was, you know, that was different, you know, like, but it wasn't like how Craig is. Like, Craig, we pitch a lot early on to make sure the story is good uh, and we don't have to have a lot of corrections, you know. Mm-hmm. And the other way, it was like, you know, they, we figured it all out also early, but uh, we weren't trying to get everyone's feedback. We were just trying to make sure, like, the writers were like, yeah, you know, this is this is what we envisioned and this is working and, you know, pitch to the executives and that was cool. I think that's the biggest thing, actually, that... Mm-hmm. Ben 10, we would pitch to an executive, mm. but uh, Craig, we don't pitch the executives. And do you work with animatics at all, ever? Um, like no. In, okay. No, we don't do anything with the animatics. We not don't. on Ben 10 either? Or? Oh, okay. At least not, I, I didn't. Like, mm. uh, I don't 
maybe they do that now, but I haven't been there in a mm. bit, so I don't know. When um, you say pitch to the entire crew, do you mean like writers, board artists, the line producer, like the production team, the designers, painters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, anyone, oh, wow. anyone who's you know like if they're free to come look at the pits, they can come. So yeah, designers. Uh, production, like, you know, anyone who could fit in that room is getting real tight. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that nice. sounds really fun, though, just so everyone yeah. can see, like, oh, this is how my work came together in this way. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. this is how my background would maybe look, or this, that's the background I will have to make, I guess, in the case of a 2D show, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's, like, uh, it's really cool to... I, I just like the collaborative aspect of it. I, I think the biggest thing for Craig is that it's just such a collaborative show. Uh, I really like that. I feel like moving forward that's kind of like what i'd I, i'll be so used to it that it would be weird to be on one where it's not collaborative i'd be like yeah. what's going on yeah like, all about? right everyone to your cages <laughs> yeah yeah don't like, come out don't. until you're done yeah, yeah you're yeah. only allowed to leave after eight hours yeah yeah it's like why are we talking Bring to each other <laughs> yeah oh my gosh okay uh, my my penultimate question <laughs> i'm sorry because i like Literally, I, I kind of wanted to bring this up during your interview, but like it, it went so it, fast. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> how do you feel about the Sonic movie? <laughs> oh God! Uh, okay, my uh, my hot take. Um, I was initially excited, even after all that craziness. You know, initially. like yeah, <laughs> I was, yeah, I was, I was like, you know, they showed the legs and everything, and I was like, what the hell? I was like, this is hilarious. And then I saw, <laughs> I saw his silhouette, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it was like, wow, this is going to be crazy. You know, I, I just liked seeing, like, they ended up talking about it and everything. But recently, I think there's been, like, a video of, like, a test screening or something that oh, went around, really? and somebody saw it, and they were just giving their thoughts on it. And now I'm really, I mean, right, even before that, I went and saw, like, the writers on like IMDb and like who who were gonna be behind it and right. I was just kind of like I don't think it's gonna be uh like I don't think it's gonna be good as far as like uh in the the times we live in I just think it's mm. gonna be kind of like mm, not okay. like is it gonna generic be a, kids movie a Dragon Ball quotes. Evolution oh, situation no 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 <laughs> I, that's I, what I'm thinking I, 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 think, no, I, I think it's it's gonna it. it's gonna have like like some just corny jokes and Sonic's gonna, gonna go to high school. Uh, Sonic's <laughs> gonna go to high school. I, th- I think the, like they're doing like a Sonic origin story and like mm-hmm. uh, Jim Carrey sounds like like he won't even be like in costume for most of it. Like oh. to look like you know Eggman or Robotnik and it's just like he made a joke about it at the Golden Globes I think. Oh yeah yeah. I heard it also like uh, Sonic's supposed to be like an alien coming to Earth and what? Movie. Yeah it's what? it's it's yeah, so very it's much so going much up. like. It's like Shyamalan with like Avatar going like and kind of having like oh I want to make it my own and like stuff is like yeah no and like, I think that's like that's the that. wrong move to make I think yeah. the I mean I don't know what the right move to make I I don't think they should have made it but I was yeah. I, I was always <laughs> the right like, move to make I, is zero I was always like you know just like you know I'm still gonna see it because I like it and like even if it's super corny you know like I liked the Marlboro's movie and it's so bad it's it's not good it's not good at all but I like oh, Mario. oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mario. Okay, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. the Mortal Kombat yeah. movie that the Mortal Kombat awful, movie but it's yeah. also fun yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. there are movies that like totally diverge from what the game or whatever is <laughs> yeah yeah Resident but, Evil like, movies like turned out exactly. to be good <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like you like them for like whatever they're supposed to be but I think that this one I'm scared that this one won't be that I think it's gonna actually be just bad and like like I think the worst thing could do is try and take itself too seriously you know Mm -hmm. like at least with like Sonic's origins and all this stuff and the corny jokes and I think like no I think you should have just like I don't know 
Yeah. Bonnick holds up Robotnik by the mm-hmm. neck and goes, "Do you please?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who's the okay? Okay, Anna. <laughs> or Eggman? Is he Eggman or is he Robotnik? Uh, in this? I I don't know. I maybe he would be Robotnik in this one. Um, mm-hmm. I I think that's the the Western thing to call him. So Robotnik. Robotnik. Yeah. Who uh, is your favorite Sonic character? That's not Sonic. <laughs> that's not Sonic. Oh, easily Knuckles. I, Word. Like, yeah, I learned yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I used to have like a Knuckles action figure when I was a kid, and he had a surfboard for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> Knuckles was because he's not cool. Favorite. Did you love that change, like a uh, character design change that they did for Sonic Boom? Big I, buff. I, I thought that was a good move. <laughs> yeah, I, I was I like, it. Knuckles yeah, should be buff. Yeah, he should be yeah. buff. No, I, I, but did like, they make him kind of dumb though? They, oh, yeah, but well, he's supposed to be a knucklehead. He's like, he's no, clearly supposed of, to be kind of dumb. I won't even say... Like, he's not, he he's not, stu- he's not stupid. Like, he's, he's not like gullible. a dumb-dumb. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's just very gullible. Like, he's always been like, uh, oh, I'm just gonna... Oh, someone says that they want to you know, uh, keep my Chaos Emerald safe. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like, dude. I feel what? like some <laughs> depictions of it are pretty hilarious. And some of them <laughs> is just like, I think you're making it too dumb. But the, I thought, like, uh, from an artist standpoint and, like, Shape language, I think making Knuckles bigger than Sonic and like buffer, like I think that's just a good shape, like you know, like it's just yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's visually longest, distinct. Yeah, that exactly. Yeah, like for yeah. the longest time, he's like the same size. Like, yeah, not. I mean, but it's not that I don't like the original two though. You know, like, yeah. but I, 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 I didn't, I didn't hate on the. Too. It's just like the, it's a good yeah. change. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's so. not a terrible change. <laughs> I hope, I hope Shadow shows up in the post-credit scene with a Ooh, with a gun. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's like My, steps out the shadows. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah. My my guess for the uh, my guess for the uh, uh, stinger after credit thing was just that they were gonna like they were gonna show some other character like tails or somebody is mm-hmm. gonna be like a fox and you just see two tails you're like oh my god and then like the oh, movie will snap. end and but like the movie would be so bad that you didn't like who cares like oh my god yeah like but I heard that the after credits might just be Eggman actually putting on his actual look. So it's like, oh, you, know, you, wait till, you wait till the whole end of the movie <laughs> yeah. for him to look like him, and it's like, yeah. yeah, I think that's a bad move. But, you know, I, I don't know. What we'll is see. this movie supposed to be? Like, I everything you're bad. telling me is making me <laughs> making me concerned. The whole yeah. hedgehog movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but that Pokemon one looks pretty yeah, nice. Yeah, right. po- that's coming out in May. Yeah, that's coming. Yeah, oh, soon, May tenth, I think. Pikachu so says hell. For Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. The Pikachu future. Swears. This is coming out way after that. <laughs> like yeah. the premiere of it, at least. <laughs> um, but uh, cool. <laughs> now it's time for Black the Black and Sonic cast. Yeah. <laughs> now that we're done with Black and Sonic. <laughs> um, uh, my ultimate question is. What type of stories do you want to see more of in animation? Um, I'd like to see just more stories that, like, you know, that kind of have, like, the settings and stuff that we normally see, but just with more black people. Like, I I would just want to see that to make it, like, normal. I think Mm -hmm. uh, one of the biggest things that people have been saying about Craig is that, like, oh, it's so cool to see, you know, these characters, like, you know, like, oh, just, like, a nice black family. And I'm like... Yeah, you know, because it exists. Like, I think, yeah. I think it's... That's I think a it's, thing. Yeah. I think it's good to show it, you know, just so that is normalized. I think I just want to see more of that stuff so that it's not such a big deal when mm-hmm. that happens. Like, like I'd love a future where, you know, like, uh, a fantasy story comes out with, like, uh, a black cast and yes. people are just like, 
oh, cool. You know, yeah, but it's exactly. not like, what? It's you know, like, it's just like, yeah, it's just exactly. a cool thing mm-hmm. that, you know, like, sweet, you know, like, I can't wait. This looks good, you know, like. Yeah. Normalization. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think that's my biggest thing. Like, I would like to just try and tell as many stories that kind of just have that sort of flair. Like, me personally, I really like that uh, um, 90s, like, heavy marketing where everything was toy-centric and, like, you know, like, very nice shape language uh, and toyetic type stuff, but mm-hmm. with black characters, mm-hmm. too, you know? Like, mm-hmm. that's kind of, like, with the Brothers Boom, like, you know, they look like bombs and, like, they look like you could sell them as toys or they could be in a video game, like, that type of stuff. Like, yeah. I, I mm-hmm. wanted to see that more, too, you know? Like, just, like, charming characters, but they look like us, you know? So that right. um, kids who were little like me, you know, could see them and be like, Oh, you know, like, yeah, that's cool to see that. You know, I don't have to look at, you know, Mega Man and he's like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. No, yeah, that, that's so important for uh, brown and black kids, like, growing up. Like, cause they, they need that. Yeah, they, yeah. They need to see that. Yeah, same thing with, like, you know, like, like I really love Dragon Ball as well. And it's like, uh, and we we all know that black people love Dragon Ball. Uh, so Piccolo's black. Yeah. We've said it so many times yeah, on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, it's like Piccolo's black. Like we all know, it's like, but it'd be cool for like a stories, more stories like that. And I know that there are stories like that too. There are a lot of uh, people of color creators who are making stuff like that, um, like you know, inspired by Japanese stuff, and like they have like that sort of stuff. And it would be cool to see that more around, you know, mm-hmm. too. So yeah, I think it's like I just want more people to uh, create more content for us. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's the that's the goal I think. Do you have any final words for uh, young artists trying to get into the industry that want to be board artists or even like doing their own web comics? Uh, I think it's important to just I mean if you've been listening just do it you know like you never know what's gonna come from it I think uh, uh, it's it, it could seem scary you know that you might be criticized or like people don't like your thing but I think it's important to get that feedback you know like you can't improve if you don't like get some feedback or fail a little bit you know like you know it's it's just part of life I think you should keep trying to do what you want to do no matter what and don't give up I mean I know that sounds kind of like corny and cheesy but that's life that's how I've gotten to where I am just like staying optimistic and like you know things that work out and they did like I'm right it's like I'm sitting in the fruits of my labor it's like yeah. it all worked out it's great oh, awesome thank you so much for being on the thank podcast you. thank you thank you yeah. Yeah. yeah and thanks for coming I mean you guys came to me that's yeah. cool. it's like on call just like, like you guys want to have a podcast just come over yeah, yeah. yeah. hang out talk about some Sonic yeah, yeah. yeah. Signing off from the Black and Sonic cast. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We should probably... Rolling around at the I was going to say, like, uh, plug his uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff, but we could just, like, post that in the descriptions. That's like, you know what? Some people are lazy. Where can people find you online yeah. if you wish yeah. to be found? <laughs> you can find me on uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm, I'm on Tumblr, but I don't know how often you'll see me post things. But, yeah, it's just my name, at Deshaun Mahone. Uh, like... I mean, I guess I could spell it, but they'll post it. So you yeah, can post post it. It. Yeah, like, yeah, come on, you gotta yeah. do some of the work. Guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say uh, prioritize maybe Twitter and Instagram if you want to see like me say things. So yeah, uh, and His that's hot takes. Yeah, that's my hot takes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'll be posting more of my content on those uh, as time moves on too. So uh, keep an eye on that.
All right, now we're rolling around. Gotta go fast. Gotta go faster. Thanks for listening to the podcast, everyone. To keep up with us, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Black and Animated. And be sure to listen for more episodes on blackandanimated.podbean.com and on iTunes. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are of the respective individual and do not reflect the views of our employers. Thanks, guys. Until next time, see you later. <laughs>